Welcome to ForeverFit.tv, your online source for fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle. With your host, Nicola Riley, personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach, here to help you get in the best shape of your life. Hey, welcome to ForeverFit.tv. I'm Nicola Riley, your online personal trainer, nutrition, and lifestyle coach. And today I'm going to be talking all about the four essentials of health and what they are, what does this mean to you, and how do you kind of look at those four areas and start to make improvements. Because quite simply, we sort of think that it's about um, weight loss, or it's about making more money, or it's about... um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm trying to get fitter, and often we kind of then neglect the other areas of our life. So then we're charging through this day-to-day life, trying to achieve all these things, but we're simply just not happy, and we're just missing that kind of balance in our lives. And in order for you to take charge of your health, first you need to understand that like your body is a system of systems, and you've heard me talk about this before. Every single thing is connected, so you're. If your goal is to be losing weight, this is connected to what's going inside you. This is connected to how well you sleep. This is connected to are you finding like fulfillment in your life? Um, Everything from your hormones through to your weight, your energy, your skin, digestion, joints and everything. They're all connected and we have to address the whole um, four essentials and I have to address all four areas of our health in order for us to um, get that get really healthy and find that kind of real energy that you're after so it doesn't matter if the stress is coming from work or from in the environment or from the foods that you eat everything is connected what you put in your skin gets absorbed in seconds and what you put in your mouth gets um, builds the cells that you're living in. So how much sleep is going to affect how well your body recovers and repairs. And so if you're not simply winding down and allowing your body to recover, this is also going to affect whether or not you're able to build strong muscles, whether you're able to repair that niggly joint that you've got. So if you're really serious about finding real health and getting really healthy and finding that good wellness, then it's about taking charge of your health and taking charge of your life and addressing the four essential areas of health. Because it's about balance and it's about putting effort into these four areas. Because we're not designed to be going 100% of the time full noise and that the old saying of I'm just too busy being busy isn't something that you should really be carrying around as a badge of honor yeah you're going to have days that are really busy but if you're constantly just too busy being busy then where's the balance where's the the opportunity for your body to be able to build that kind of health that you're after so my goal is I've mentioned this before is that I want you to wear the, the badge of real health and wellness. We're the badge of awesome energy. We're the badge of just feeling fantastic. And in order to be able to wear that badge of honor of health, you want to be building that health inside and outside and addressing these four areas. So the reason this is really important is it's not only going to make you an awesome like employee or if you're running a business, it's going to make you more productive and being able to achieve more things and fit more things into your day. But whether or not you're um, a mother, a father, a friend or just a really good um, colleague, 
all these things, when you address all four four essential areas, this is when you become a better person to be around. This is when you get more productive, when you um, are able to spend your time wisely and you're able just to get, get things in place. Because if you've just got this constant to-do list of things, it's you're just going to be um, constantly swamped down. And what I find when I'm working with clients is that so often when someone's, um, the way someone looks at exercise is often the way that they look at other aspects in their life. And it could be, you know, the way that they look at house cleaning or to-do lists or to um, get work done or all the the constant things that they are putting off or maybe it's money or maybe it's simply taking some time out or, or Everything's connected and often the habits that we um, we say that we just don't have the time to exercise will often be saying we don't have the time to do other things as well. So it's, there's common personality types and there's common traits that the exercise might be the thing that highlights that bad habit, but it's often something that's actually flowing through with the rest of um rest of your life as well so when you kind of address these things that um these bad habits that's often when you're able to gain that control and gain that power and address all these four areas because when you have when you address these four areas this is when you start to create more space in your life because in order to build like really good memory and build really good brain power your body also needs times of chilling out because it's actually like when you're reading something, like a really, um, say it's an in-depth novel or you've just learnt a new skill or you're studying for an exam, you're taking in all of that information. But it's actually when you stop, so say you then head out for a walk or you do some yoga or you go ride your horse, you go surfing, that, that time when you stop is when your brain actually builds that memory, when it takes in all that information and all of this is happening at a real microcellular level. If you're constantly jamming in information and then you're jamming in all these things to do, that's when half of that information is lost. So you need to always make sure that you have the balance of um yin and yang so you've got the balance of taking lots of things in or exercising or getting things done but then the balance of the yang of allowing what you've just done to be absorbed and to build that stronger body so this is why we want to make sure that if your goal is to be building energy you also need to be making sure that body's getting stronger but also taking um, you're not constantly spending all this energy with this constant like to-do list and getting lots of things done because having that sitting on your shoulders is also another zap of your energy. So just starting to be smarter about the way that you do things in your life can have a really powerful impact. So if you are someone who, you know, you've just got so much to get through, one of the first places I start is I teach people simply about your right and your left brain. Your right brain is your creative side of your brain, and this is often when, like, you're out and about, and you've got to you you're saying all these things you've got to do in your day, and you're like, I've got to do this, 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 I've got to get this done, I've got to go pick up this, I've got to go do this, and so your brain's constantly thinking of all the things that have to be done, 
And thing is, when it's sitting in your right side of your brain, your creative side of the brain, this is when it's just like, whoa, I've got so much going on. I've got so much to do. But as soon as you write things down, you switch it from your right side of your brain to your logical side of your brain, and you take it off your mind. And that's instantly a weight off your shoulders. And when you take it off your mind and you put it down on paper, often those two, three, five things that you had jumping around on the right side of your brain, they become much simpler. And you actually realize that because they were sitting in the creative side of your brain, it seemed like a whole lot of things to do. But when you put it down on paper, you might find it's only, oh, it's only three things I actually need to do. And I can do that on my way home if I just take that that way home and I've got that all done. And so the simple thing of writing things down can be hugely powerful. And another thing that I always try and do as well is is put things into um, like uh, groups. So say there's a whole lot of things that need to be done, you're putting it into areas so that it becomes simpler within that time. So an example of this is say you've got to go do all these errands We'll just make it the one day of the week where you do all these errands because otherwise you're going to spend all week going doing all these little short trips all over the place and that just makes your day and your life just so much more overwhelming because you're just constantly having to drive everywhere. So if you are really low on energy at the moment, start to just look at what's zapping your energy and that whole kind of thing of just starting to write things down. And I always carry around a notebook and my notebook, I always buy a new one at the start of the year. So given that it's quite late in the year right now, my notebook's looking quite tatty and tired, but I use it every day and I write down whatever's on my mind, whatever I have to get done and I dump it into my diary and sometimes I'll go back to it, sometimes I won't, but this this just takes it off my mind, and then I'm able just to get on with the day, and then kind of like at the end of the week, I might sort of tally all things up, what did I get done, what did I not get done, what can I put into next week, and it just starts to give you more power, because you're able to look at the way you're spending your time, and just be really much more efficient, and then when you you have a plan for your week or you have a a list of things you're going to get done, then it's like, oh, I've actually done all I need to do so I can actually sit sit down and I can read a book and I can chill out. But if you're constantly just running with all these things to do and it's all sitting in the right side of your brain, you're never going to feel like you can sit down and just take some time out. You're always going to feel like you've just got so much to do. But when you just write things down, get things on paper... It's just a really powerful way of um, letting go and getting more more productive with your time. So the four essential areas of health is you've got exercise, you've got eating well, you've got sleep, and you've got happiness. And so these are kind of these are the four areas that um, most health professionals all agree on. The areas that you need to be looking at now exercise isn't just about thrashing your body and sweating lots. Exercise is also about movement. And our bodies are designed to move, and too often we're spending way too much time sitting in a chair. And so our our lives have become really convenient. You know, we've got office chairs, we've got bar stools, we've got table chairs, we've got couch chairs. Everything's about sitting. 
And so I want you to start to look at your days and think of ways that you can make your your day more designed to move. How can you get more balance into your day by moving more? Because movement builds energy, sitting all day starves your body of energy. So the first place to start with exercise is to not think that it has to be something that drains your energy. First start to think about how can I move more and how can I get um, more yeah, more movement into my day. And I've talked about this on previous podcasts about a good goal to aim for is 50% movement or standing in your day and 50% sitting. So for example, if you've got a desk job, how can you get half of your day moving? And you might have to spend six hours, seven hours, eight hours sitting, but there's still a whole lot of other hours in your day where you can get more movement happening. There's also times in your work day where you can be standing. You could be meeting colleagues, you could be going for a walk, you could be standing on the phone, you could be taking your computer to somewhere where you could be standing up. So don't use the excuse that you've got an office job, you have to sit at your desk, because there's definitely going to be times in your day when you can start to be smarter and you can start to bring more movement in. Even the you know morning tea time, um, a lot of people talk about having convenient snacks in your chair, like this is a health professionals say this a lot, you know, make sure you've got nice healthy snacks sitting right beside your um, desk. And yes, this is a really good thing to do, but what I think is a better thing to do is that you have some really healthy, convenient snacks that are in your car, which is a walk away, or you've got to walk somewhere to go get them, because that hunger cue is going to be a really good reminder for you to get up, move, and come back. So even just breaking up little wee parts of your day so that you're able to move more, because if you've got snacks sitting in your um, desk, drawer you're just going to stay sitting and you'll be sitting there for a really long time and it's really convenient all you got to do is reach over pull out the drawer and you can stay sitting another couple of hours so um try and try and just look at little wee ways where you can get more movement and do smart little tricks like that the other thing you can do is um yeah like I said like standing up more so if you've got a laptop and you spend your day like at a computer then standing up and putting your computer on, like I put my computer on um, some drawers or on a shelf or things like that as well. And if you're not in a um, stationary job, then you're halfway there. So then after you've got all this movement happening in your life, this is when you want to make sure that you are starting to then build strength and starting to make sure you're getting enough walking in because walking is one of the most primal, best things that you can do for your body and an aim is to be doing a good four hours per week at least. The more the better and so if you can make sure you're walking for a good 30 minutes every day or doing a couple of really long walks on the weekend, preferably every day though, this is a really good base for you to start from. So you've got this movement happening, you're now getting a good four hours of walking happening per week and then you start to add the next layer onto that puzzle which is about building strength. And so this is when you start to make sure that you, you're lifting weights and you're moving your body in the way that it's designed to do. So your body's designed to move with seven primal movement patterns. So the first one is gait, and so this covers running, walking, sprinting. The next thing it's designed to do is squat, then lunge, twist, pull, push, and bend. 
So we want to make sure within our week we're doing exercises using resistance. So it's either your body weight or bringing some weights into it and moving your body within those movement patterns. Because when you do that, this is when you're going to build that real functional strength and help prevent injury and just become a really strong, healthy person so that you're able to do what, what you want without injuring yourself. And also when you've got that strength, you're also building energy as well. And building that type of strength doesn't have to take lots of hours in your day. It's just quite simply being smarter and you could be doing a couple of eight-minute workouts per week. And these are all the type of workouts that are in the online gym. So there's over 400 in there now. Everything from lights through to hits, through to core training. And so once you've got that strength happening, that's when you want to start to bring in some intensity and just be really helping to boost your metabolism and get the body much fitter. So that's where you start with exercise. Build the foundation first, and the foundation starts with movement. Then it starts with walking, and then it starts with strength and moving your body functionally, primarily, and getting in those really good movement patterns. And then you start to build intensity into that. So the next place your body, the next health essential is all about eating well. So you... So many people think that, you know, starting the day with a good bowl of cereal and some sugar and a coffee is a great way to start the day because it's normal. The perception of what is healthy is unfortunately something that's really confusing and it's it's driven like a lot of marketing companies um, portraying what is healthy and what is the best way to start your day. And the thing is, it's about filling your body with real nutrient-dense food and providing your body with real fuel so that you have energy to start your day. Sugar and coffee is not real fuel. It's, uh, it's fuel that might give you a short burst of energy, but then later on in the day it's going to set you up for more sugar cravings, more sleepiness. It's also going to affect your sleep. So you want to think, when you're creating your meals... How much nourishment am I providing my body with? Is this real food? When you look on the back of a packet, do you know what the ingredients are? Is this is are these real food ingredients, or is this filled with additives, preservatives, and fake processed foods? When you fill your body with these fake processed foods, it's incredibly hard for your body to metabolize. It's hard for your body to create energy and to create that real good long-term health. So when it comes to eating. The number one thing for you to start with is to ask, okay, was this around 100,000 years ago? And did my grandma's grandma used to eat this kind of food? (laughs) Start to get back to a real basic understanding of what real food is. If if it's been processed and packaged and it's got all these things on it, then that's not something you, you necessarily want to be providing your body with. It's all about clean, nourishing, nutrient dense food. And so what I mean by this is when you go to the supermarket, what you're doing is you're filling your trolley with a whole lot of one ingredient produce. So you're filling it up with carrots and apples and um, you're going all around the outside edge of the supermarket. So it's all your vegetables, everything that is one ingredient. And so you don't head in to pick up the marinades and the sauces. Instead, you pick up honey, because honey is honey. You pick up things like garlic. You pick up things like ginger. You pick up things like coconut. And you start to make your own sauces and marinades. And you start to make your own incredible 
amazing food with a whole lot of one ingredient produce so instead of filling up with all these convenient foods and it takes just the same amount of time to produce these foods as it does with a sauce or a marinade it's just about learning how to do it and sometimes you have to just think a little smarter be a little braver and then you got to start to get creative in the kitchen because the one place to lose weight and to get your body healthy starts in the kitchen and starts by taking ownership of what goes in your mouth. If you're closing your eyes and you're just taking a whole lot of processed foods and putting it into your body and hoping that you're going to feel great, then you've, you're, you're not going to get there. So you've got to come back to the basics. Eat really good quality, nutrient-dense food and remove the, the foods that are inflammatory. So you're removing things like your gluten and you're keeping your food really um, basic, but then you get really creative with how you're cooking. And this is exactly why over 400 recipes on my website all using one ingredient produce. So you can make incredible curries and marinades and pestos and... Um, homemade cereals and mueslis all these things from one ingredient produce so your pantry is now full of one ingredient produce and it's not filled with sauces and marinades and those kind of things so the other thing that's the other health essential is sleep and sleep is one of the most underestimated and powerful things that you can do for your health the mentality of that we're just too busy to sleep or I can survive on five hours sleep is like a thing of the past. And what I want, like I mentioned in the start, is I want you to wear a badge of honour of that. Yeah, I just got an awesome eight, nine hours sleep last night and I feel incredible. The power of taking charge of your health and the importance of sleep has a massive impact on how you face your day. A couple of hours of lost sleep affects your insulin levels, affects your leptin levels, and all of these things affect your cravings for the next day. There's also been studies proving that you lose, uh, you know, for one hour's sleep or two hours sleep, I can't quite remember, you lose up to two to four hours of productivity the next day because your body's just not able to focus. Not only that, your body's physically and mentally repairing itself when you sleep, so you want to make sure that you get as much sleep as your body needs. And if you have to get up early in the morning, that means you just start to wind things back. And so often I hear people say, oh, but I have to. I have a 5am start. That's fine, because you can have a 5am start, but you just get to bed earlier. I, I'm up at 5.30am most mornings, and that just wakes up naturally. But that's because I am getting to bed early in the evenings and I just that's when my body's waking up because it's really then some mornings it might be a little bit later but that's often because I've gone to bed later as well and so it's all about adapting things if you have to get up early work backwards what time do you need to get to sleep what time do you need to have your dinner so that you can get to sleep and you can unwind so try and just think of ways that you can get more sleep into your life because there is nothing better than sleep for your health, for your mood, for your energy. Because your body does all of its physical repair between the hours of 10pm and 2am. And all of its mental repair, so psychological repair between the hours of 2am and 6am. So if you aren't getting into that deep sleep between 10 and 6, you're losing that quality sleep that helps your body get stronger, fitter, mentally helps you have that great mood the next day, helps you have that energy. 
So the other place that your body, um, the other essential area in your life is all about happiness. And this is something that um, it's often confused and it's often thought as something that, you, you know, um, happiness is this joyful thing that people carry around all the time and, and she must have happiness, but it, but I don't have happiness. And, and often what that is is people not understanding what actual happiness is and this is what they're confused about and they they think it's this kind of elusive thing that other people have but they don't have or they they don't have the possibility of having it because my life's completely different to her life. And I thought I would explain, like everybody's got their own definition of happiness and so to me, this is my understanding of what happiness is and why this is so important. Is because people get confused and think think it is about being really joyful and and it's about having a destination of of being rich or not having worries in their life, and they think that happiness is this constant feeling of being on a high all the time. But the thing is, life needs balance. And we need an even keeled mood and there's going to be days when you're you're moody and there's days when you're swamped and there's days when you've got high energy and there's going to be days when you're just feeling, you know, pretty cruisy. And the fact is, constantly feeling happy all the time or joyful all the time may leave you feeling quite unsatisfied with your life because what happiness is, is it's, it's not about being rich, it's not about having a new car or a gadget um, what it is is to me, um, it's not about like money or anything like that. The happiest of people often have the least amount of money, the least amount of p- possessions, and they often have, um, they don't have this feeling of I know I'll be happy when I've got this, or when I move to a new set- city, I'm going to be really happy because this place is just dragging me down. Because you see, happiness is like a constant progression. It's not about a destination or this constant maintainable feeling. And what it means is every single person has the ability to control how they feel and how how satisfied and how fulfilled you are in your life. Like, does your life have direction or do you have goals that you're wanting to achieve? Because when you have, like, a really meaningful direction and when you have, like, purposeful days... It is those day-to-day actions that you're doing that give you a sense of achievement and like a path to follow. And this is like a really stable and consistent feeling. But if your days are just, you know, you're just churning through them, getting things you have to be done, like just one of those days, then that's when you, you know, you don't kind of find the happiness because you sort of don't have a path to follow. You're just going through the motions. And so in order to find that kind of path you need to be clear about what your goals are what is it that you're trying to achieve where are you trying to head to what is something that you're trying to improve on and then you're putting little wee actionable items to help you get that that happening and it doesn't matter how mundane your day is or your job is or your life is if you've got a direction to head to that's going to completely change your opinion on your day-to-day actions because you're you're trying you're heading towards a place So in other words, you have the complete ability to control how you feel. And so happiness isn't like this elusive thing that other people have. You have the control to be able to 
get some um, direction in what you're hearing. So then when it comes to days when you are a bit grumpy or somebody's annoyed you, they're going to be balanced out with days when you're excited and motivated. But the overriding feeling in the direction of where you're heading is one that makes you happy. And this comes with like consistent practice, getting healthy routines and making yourself more productive and satisfying with how your days are ending up. So if you've got all these things that you're wanting to do in your day, but you get none of them done because you're just procrastinating, that's going to leave you really unsatisfied and um, feeling pretty rubbish by the end of the day. But if you've got these this direction you're going in and you know that you're what you're wanting to achieve and the things you need to get done each day and you're able to tick all those things off, there's a completely different satisfied feeling at the end of the day and you're really satisfied with the direction that you're heading. You're content with where you're at and it's not this whole elusive destination that you simply can't achieve. So don't think happiness is something that other people have and that you just can't seem to have it because it's about getting it in control. So start to think of it as this underriding current in the direction that you're heading. And then start to fill your days up with things that bring you more direction and things that bring more joy to you. So set up routines and rituals that help keep you on that path. So some of the best ways to find the focus and find that direction is doing things like journaling or setting goals or making plans. So set yourself, like imagine a pyramid and look at the top of the pyramid. That pyramid is a goal that you're wanting to achieve and that goal could be six months away, a year away, 12 months away, five um, a year and 12 months are the same, <laughs> five years away, 15 years away. It could be a weightless goal, it could be a money goal, it could be a house goal, it could be whatever sort of goal it is. Put that at the top and then the next level of that pyramid is how um, you're going to break that down. So if you had five years, you break it down to years or you break it down into months. Then the next layer is breaking it down into weeks. Then you're breaking it down into days at the bottom of that pyramid. And on that that bottom of the period, you're then putting it into actionable items that you need to be doing day by day. So if your goal is to be losing 20 kgs and you've given yourself a year to do it, you've got then your day-to-day actions that are going to help you get closer to that, that goal. And so then when you hit those little wee milestones within the week, within the days or within the months, this is giving you that sense of purpose and direction and that happiness because my definition of happiness is happiness to me is about being content with where you're heading, what you have and who you are. So when you know where you're heading and what you're wanting to achieve and you hit those little wee milestones and you get the things done that you're wanting into your day, you have that real satisfaction about what you've just done and what you're achieving. So that there is the four um, health essentials that are really important for you to focus on all four areas. So take take some time now to, to think of all of the different areas. So you've got exercise, you've got eating well, you've got sleep, and you've got happiness. What area did got highlighted and what area were you like, okay, yeah, I need to sort that out. I need to start to bring some more balance or focus into that area. Remember, everything's connected. We're a system of systems and everything swaps over to the other. So if you're unhappy, you're not going to have the sense of wanting to exercise. If you're not exercising, you're not going to be able to get to sleep at night. 
if you're not eating well, it's going to affect how well you sleep, it's going to affect how well you feel, it's going to affect how well you're able to move your body. So everything is connected and we need to address all four areas in order to us, for us to find this real health and this real energy. So take some time now, write down those four areas and think of ways that you can improve and what is it that you're missing and then start to just find little wee habits and routines that you can put in place. So those day-to-day actionable items that you can start to put in place so that you can start to find some more purpose and direction in your days. Hey, I hope you enjoyed the episode and you found it useful. Let me know if you have got any questions at all about it. Um, otherwise, check out all the posts on this kind of topic that are in the online. Um, sorry, on foreverfit.tv, and make sure you sign up to the newsletter at foreverfit.tv, and you can actually get get all these health essentials that are on there as well, and get weekly updates of everything that's been going on at Foreverfit, along with all the incredible yummy new recipes that I've just put up there. So there's chocolate strawberry dusted truffles that, uh, this week, along with some egg McMuffins and a baked fish like casserole thing so make sure you check them out fill your body with amazing food get good quality sleep find some happiness and some direction and i will see you next week do you lack time are you just too busy to exercise do you struggle even to find the energy or the motivation to exercise then get ready to take your health to a new level in the comfort of your own living room Fat burning workouts as short as eight minutes. Yoga routines to de-stress and sculpt and tones to help you create a lean, strong body. Learn how you can create real health and wellness with VIP nutrition and wellness advice in the online gym. Here you will find over 400 video workouts from yoga, tai chi, high-intensity interval training, sculpt and tones, mobility routines, extremes, and so much more. New workouts added weekly, along with cooking classes, menus, meal plans, webinars, and over 500 recipes to help you get in the best shape of your life. Sign up today at foreverfit.tv forward slash online dash gym. The materials and content in this podcast are there to educate and to inform. There's no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, I encourage you to discuss your options with your healthcare provider who knows your condition and your health history. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience and conclusions. Nicola Riley encourages you to make your own healthcare decisions based on your research and in partnership with your qualified healthcare professional.